Good evening and welcome to Educationally Speaking on KVMR. This is the show, Educationally Speaking, that talks about topics that impact our schools and our students. Tonight, we are lucky enough to be talking to two of our outstanding teachers in Nevada County. Each one of them were selected as their Teacher of their Year from their respective districts. We're thrilled that they were able to take time to come here tonight after a busy day of working, post-Halloween, mind you. <laughs> uh, and with that, I'd like to welcome Jen Labarsky from Clear Creek School. Jen, welcome. Thank you. It's nice to be here. Glad you're here. And Audrey Delaney from Chicago Park School. Thank you. Well, again, thank you for both for taking time out um, and, and being here and talking about this. So let's talk about first off what you teach at your respective schools and with that. So, Jen, let's start with you. Let's talk about what you teach. And, uh, yeah, we'll start there. Uh, I teach first grade at Clear Creek School. First grade. And how long have you been teaching first grade? Oh, man. I think I've been teaching first grade for over 15 years, accumulatively. Cumulative 15 yeah. years? Yeah. yeah. Nice. It's a favorite. It's a favorite. Yeah, that's a good grade. Yeah. Audra, how about you? What grade? I, I teach fourth grade. Fourth grade. Mm -hmm. And how long have you been at Chicago Park? I've been at Chicago Park cumulatively mm -hmm. about seven years. Seven years? Four years in fourth grade. Four years in fourth grade. And before that, what grade were you in? Fifth. Fifth grade you were teaching. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. That's, that's a fun grade. Four or five is also mm -hmm. great as the kids start to get their, uh, their own ideas and develop their personalities. You really start to shine through, and it's just a cool. And it's a great curriculum in fourth grade as well. Yes. That's one of my favorite curriculums. <laughs> so let's start off. As, as teacher year, that's quite an honor. Um, it's something... You know, you work hard at, usually the people who get this award are the ones that never toot their horn. <laughs> They're working diligently in classroom. They do whatever is needed to have their students succeed. They're there early. They're there late. They're usually in at their lunches, helping students who need just that little extra bit of kick. Uh, so, it, in short, it, it takes a special kind of person. So, with that, we'll find out why the two of you got into teaching in the first place. So, Jen... What got you into teaching? What, what, what made you decide, this is my path, I want to be a teacher? I've had some pretty amazing teachers in my life, spanning from kindergarten to college. Mm -hmm. um, I remember my kindergarten teacher, Mrs. Murphy. Uh, she was always a teacher that stuck in my head, and she was so kind and nurturing and fun. And then I had an amazing teacher in college who taught me how powerful teaching can be, that you can truly change the world with their curriculum, how you speak to the kids. Mm -hmm. And I feel like those teachers really propelled me into the profession. But I also think it's kind of hereditary. I have so many aunts and uncles who teach that maybe it's just like in the blood as uh -huh. well. Maybe kind of It's in your DNA. You had no it's choice. It's in my DNA. I <laughs> right. had no choice. I, that was just the path that was chosen for me. Right. Now, Jen, did you grow up in this area? <laughs> I did not. I grew did, up okay. in the Bay Area. You grew up in the Bay Area. I did, yeah. And then what uh, caused you to, to end up here in Nevada County? Um, actually, I I followed my husband up here. Okay. We met in Davis, uh -huh. and Which, he works for a local engineering firm. Um, he thought he he grew up here. He thought he was going to end up in the Bay Area, and when he interviewed, they said, "Well, there's this little town called Grass Valley." And he said, "I, I know it well." So he came home, uh -huh. and I followed and him. And he brought you here. And, he brought, and I love it here. It's been a great right. place to raise kids and to and to teach yeah. as well. And was is Clear Creek your first spot, or were you at other places? I've that? kind of bounced around. Um, I started off at Mount St. Mary's, okay. and then I ended up um, at Alta Sierra for a snippet of time, mm -hmm. and Union Hill, mm -hmm. and then. 
then um, landed at Clear Creek. Been at Clear Creek. I've been there for almost 14 years now. Wow. I know. All right. It's a great place to be. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I love our little schools. I do too. Audra, same question to you. What got you into this profession? I liked your answer that it was hereditary because <laughs> I, I was going to say something similar because my mom was a teacher, first grade, mm-hmm. um, in Auburn. In for, Auburn. For right. 24 years, I think. She taught first grade. Yeah. I love first grade. And then her mother before her was a teacher and a principal. Right. So um, it runs pretty deep in our family. I tried to stay away from it a little bit, actually. <laughs> you gave it your best shot, but it, uh, so DNA was I, against you. Yeah. <laughs> Not because I heard terrible stories or anything, just because, you know, when you're young, you want to steer away from what's already been done. And I tried that for a little bit mm-hmm. and came back to teaching. Yeah. Came back there. Now, have you... Uh, always been a Nevada County teacher or were you at other places teaching before you ended up at Chicago Park? I started out um, teaching in San Francisco at Sherman Elementary um, in Cow Hollow, if you know where that Uh, is. Yeah. Um, It was really beautiful and it was a wonderful first almost four years before I had children of my own. Uh Uh-huh. It was gorgeous. I got to see the Golden Gate out of my third grade. Yeah, Cow Hollow is a neat area in San Francisco. Yeah, Yeah. and second grade. Yeah, Um, second grade. So I taught there for almost four years. And then I had a big chunk of time off raising my own kids, so almost 15 years um, Mm -hmm. out of the classroom, um, home with my own kids. And then I've been back at work these past seven years. Right. And Chicago Park is thrilled Mm -hmm. that you are back as well as Nevada County. I'm happy to be there. Yeah, yeah, with that. So uh, motivation. You know, we've talked about COVID, and and, and that was tough on everybody, you know, as it's I know we're still officially in a pandemic, but most of us, it's in the rearview mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, and being motivated, you know, it, what keeps you motivated going? Uh, because there's quite a high burnout rate uh, in a lot of professions, but particularly in education. So considering that, Jen, what keeps you motivated? What keeps your juices flowing? Um, for me, I've always kind of considered myself a, a lifelong learner. Mm-hmm. I always try to bring something new to the classroom because I know if I'm getting bored, mm-hmm. the kids are getting bored. Right, right. They'll, they'll pick up on that. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that by mixing things up and doing things different, that motivates me to continue to do what I do. Um, each year we're encouraged by our principal to set a goal. Mm-hmm. And I love to, during the summer, kind of research that goal and figure out new things that I can do. And that just keeps me motivated to keep going, keeping it fresh and learning new strategies myself to incorporate in the classroom. Right. That's great. And and super important, I think, for teaching in any profession. If you're stagnant and doing the same thing Mm -hmm. every year, you're not happy doing that. And certainly in education, kids pick up on that. They know it. So that's great. Audra, same question to you. What keeps you motivated and going? Well, you mentioned it, fourth grade. Uh-huh. It's pretty easy to be motivated in fourth grade where we live. Um, so it's one of the reasons I'd never want to leave fourth grade <laughs> is because here we are, right, where the gold rush happened and field yeah. trips are just... They're here. They, yes, they just mm-hmm. handed to me. And so I love that, and I love getting to experience that with the kids. Right. Maybe someday I'll get bored, but it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> I'm still excited to introduce them to all of the California history and... Um, Field trips are a huge part of fourth grade for me because it's just so 
exciting and easy and it fits right into the curriculum and it really is and mm -hmm. for our listeners that don't know fourth grade is california history mm -hmm. uh, and so much of it revolves around the gold rush and this area and so we have so many schools that come up to our area doing mm -hmm. field trips to empire mine or down to the covered bridge ridgeport mm -hmm. or you know uh, malakoff diggins yeah. and for us it's all in our backyard Yes. And it's amazing. We're pretty lucky with that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's great. So following on that creativity, I know in the write-ups for both of you <laughs> and knowing your principals, and in both cases, they're superintendent principals, a dual role, mm -hmm. um, creativity was big. And you have to be because at small schools you wear so many hats mm -hmm. um, with that. So, so where do you tap into that, Jen? Oh, I'm a shameless Pinterest pinner user. Uh -huh. I tell you, there's just scads of amazing ideas. Sometimes I have to stop myself because you can really go overboard. Um, but also, I think tapping into the kids' interests, they change every year. Mm -hmm. And I like to ride on what it is that gets them excited. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like bringing the creativity into the curriculum by incorporating things that the kids are really jazzed on. Um, for example, I have a kiddo in my class this year who is really into natural disasters, volcanoes and, you know, tsunamis and, right. you know, trying to bring in curriculum that meets his excitement about those things uh -huh. <laughs> as a first grader. Yeah. Um, I think that's where my, cre my creativity comes from. From that. Yeah. Nice. Feeding off of students and, yeah, yeah and what they want. Yeah. Because they're so especially in, in, in first grade. Yeah. They're just... Oh, unicorns, yeah, dinosaurs, uni I, I yeah, yeah, monster yeah. trucks, all kinds of fun. All that good stuff. Excitement. <laughs> yeah, I remember one year, it was it was either kindergarten or first grade, where the kids wanted to know why we couldn't have unicorns. Oh, absolutely. On, in class, as we were, you know, they, they and they were serious. Why, why not? Why can't we have a unicorn? So we <laughs> sat down, and we, we, as you know, the superintendent principal, that side up, okay, let's sit down, let's have a talk with the first grade about this. About the unicorns. But they were so into it. Yeah. <laughs> It was, and you just fed right off it. It was awesome. Absolutely. Still remember today. It was, that was years and years yeah. ago yeah. Uh, with that. Audra, how about you, the creativity piece? I think I'm more adaptable, but I'm not very creative. It's, but it's easy in fourth grade because the kids are already reading, and we're totally involved in literature. And So, for example, this year I'm reading an oldie but goodie now, Percy Jackson and the Lightning oh, Thief. All right, yeah. Read alouds are always a favorite, um, and the kids are so into it. You think that's a more modern classic, but this is a already fourth graders haven't read that. Really? It's yeah. So. I know. Sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I remember when it came out. My kids yeah. read it. Right. Yeah. So that yeah. means I'm so old. So this generation of kids really don't know it, and mm -hmm. so now they're getting really into um, all of the Greek myths and characters from those stories, and yeah. So right. that's exciting. With that, mm -hmm. yeah, and, and with Chicago Park, part of the the, uh, the immigrant trail. Yeah. goes right through Chicago Park. It was one of the branches, yes. which is fascinating. Yes. And there's, there's a lot of rich history, actually, just right in Chicago mm -hmm. Park. And now it became named Chicago Park and, and all that. So, yeah, yeah, ties right in. Very mm -hmm. cool. cool. Well, as we mentioned, you know, with COVID, that was draining on everybody. I don't think anybody went, Yahoo, that was fun um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> with that. But teaching itself can be difficult. It can be draining at times. You're you're dealing with, you know, a classroom full of kids, but everybody, parents, different values, different mm -hmm. sets. And, and um, you know, we're kind of in a time where I've noticed that uh, tolerance has dropped, unfortunately. Uh, I think we need to get back to that place uh, of that. So people are quick, short-tempered, short-fused and questioning. Um, so it can be difficult and draining at times. So how do you stay engaged 
and recharge your batteries uh, because of that. Jen, what's... I think it's really, it's truly, it's self-care because with the teaching profession, you can spend hours and hours outside the classroom um, trying to create the perfect curriculum for your kiddos. Mm -hmm. And you have to realize that at times you need an off button you need to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. And I know that's that's been a goal of mine, you know, spend time with my family. My girls are growing so fast, I need to enjoy that. Um, yeah. Taking time to go outside, um, read, just give myself that time. Because if I'm recharged, then I can go into the classroom the next morning ready to be the best that I can be. Right, right. Now, I think that that is super important, mm -hmm. to have an interest outside and a family or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's 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 great. Audra, what do you do? How does how does that <laughs> engage in recharging is, your batteries? What what? Uh, that is a challenge. It? I agree. Yeah. Um, I especially now, I'm I'm feeling it. I'm tired, and I'm feeling the effects of the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. um, but I do have an on and off button, like you said, um, and I'm either 100% on, and I tend to work really long hours, but then when I go home. I leave it at school because mm -hmm. I get home and my kids are still at home, at least some right. of them. Right. Um, and so I can turn it off and cook and read and help my own kids study for their exams mm -hmm. and completely shut off school. They okay. still get to hear the stories. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then there's always summer and traveling and yeah. all of that. With that, yeah, and I think that on-off switch, mm -hmm. I think that's really important. And and Jen, as you were saying too, to to have that to both you go at home and join, enjoying your family. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's critical because I really think you know, varying opportunities and other interests make you a more well-rounded, uh, better teacher. Mm -hmm. Yeah, super important. With that, rewards of a, of the position, you know, in education. There are so many rewards that aren't financial. I mean, you know, to be honest, I think that's why most of us go into education. It's not, um, it's not the highest paid of professions, um, but in richness, it, it's definitely way up there with that. So some of the rewards for you out at Clear Creek, what are they, Jen? What, you know, because that's part of what makes both of you, you you're the, the teacher of the year in your districts. Um, honestly, it's, it's the students, uh, when they have that aha moment, when mm -hmm. you see that light bulb go mm -hmm. off, um, there's nothing like it. It's mm -hmm. so exciting to see just the growth that happens on a daily basis and to leave your workplace each day, knowing that you've made a difference, mm -hmm. no matter how big or small is such an incredibly rewarding, um, thing. Also, I think with small schools, um, you see these kids start in kindergarten, and you see them go through eighth grade. Mm -hmm. And you, on a daily basis, you might cross paths. And you get to say hi and ask how they're doing mm -hmm. and still be a big part of their life. And I love that. I yeah. absolutely love that. Um, and there's students that will always kind of stick with you because maybe you had to put in just extra work and time to make um, the classroom a comfortable place for them and school a comfortable place and when you see them graduate as 8th graders 
there's there's nothing like it. It's pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah, that would be a huge reward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's that's what's so cool about a K eight. Mm-hmm. You know, you do get to see that as they move up and watch them, and yeah. you get to know the family and and the siblings and mm-hmm. uh, everything. Yeah. You become part of their life, yeah. and they're part of yours. So yeah. yeah. So Audra, how about you? Same question. The rewards of the position. Yeah. I, and we're probably going to find some similarities, yeah, I'm guessing. I know. I saying, yes, yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree completely. It's, it's really fun to watch the kids who are coming up the grades and get to know them a little and younger siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's nice to know the family already. Um, I've had every student, uh, every parent who's on the school boards child in mm-hmm. my class that's really neat. which is really nice um and so they know me as a person and a teacher already it's just that small community yeah yeah um and seeing the kids growth um sometimes it's the aha moment mm-hmm. but more often it's gradual and it's it yes. sneaks up on you i just had one of those today where i went huh that is like a different student sitting right there uh-huh. than it was two and a half months ago um, and and seeing them start to love school mm-hmm. or love it again because they had a rough couple years too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, really hard. Seeing them really love school and not want to miss days and not want to even go to the bathroom. Watching them run—that's my favorite. Cause I have a window <laughs> where I can see them. I'll say, "Sure, you can go to the bathroom, but you're going to miss stuff." And they want to hurry. Run. Yeah. yeah. They run so fast and run back like like. Like they're missing They don't want to miss anything. That's great. Yeah, Yeah, versus the one looking at a rock or taking their time. Finding the bathroom, that's the furthest away from your classroom. Right. No, I love to watch them sprint. I'm like, okay. Yeah. That's great. That is very cool. They're loving school. Audra, the number of students now at uh, Chicago Park this year. Where are you going? It's it's fluctuated a lot this year. We've had a little movement. I know my class is 19, Mm -hmm. um, but I know our numbers are up. Um, because I think a lot of people are kind of reconfiguring what they're thinking of as far as school. We had a lot of people coming out of homeschooling. Mm-hmm. And We're seeing that kind of area. coming in, yeah. We have a couple of new families in my class that are new to the area. Um, so I think our numbers are up a little bit. But we've huh. had a strange couple of years. Yeah, up and down. <laughs> yeah, yes. I think everybody has. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and Jen, number at Clear Creek this year, where you guys go? What? You know, 15, uh, about, 60? yeah, uh, I think maybe one. I think Chicago Park's similar. I think we're about 150. Yeah. I don't, don't I know you're me. very yes. close. I know. Yeah. Because I, I have 19 yeah. also well, no, that's in my class this year. So we have the same number of, of right. kiddos. Right. Yeah. And same thing, a lot of parents kind of moving into the area. Yeah. Um, I know I have a couple of kiddos this year who were homeschooled last year. Mm-hmm. Now they're back into back the, in. in the classroom yeah, or which in the classroom great. for the first time, right. which is oh, right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. first grade kindergarten last year. Yeah, yeah. yeah with that, yeah. and that's so great. And then, but it's hard they, the socialization piece. Yes, that's what I noticed. Where you know they didn't have that with their classmates. So there's yeah. probably some some teaching of that that normally Absolutely. is there, yeah. and it's not. And even fourth grade, we're, we've got where they are, those gaps. Yeah. Um, which kind of brings me to my next question. It might be part of it. Uh, you know, the, the biggest challenges you face in the classroom, and I would think that's got to be one, just getting kids back together, how to play mm-hmm. nicely, um, just used to playing with each other again. So... Yeah. That may be it, may not be, but what would be? What would you say, Jen? Oh, what no, are some I, of the biggest challenges I, in the classroom you face? I absolutely agree with you, is um, teaching respect and kindness. What does that look like in the classroom? Mm-hmm. What does it look like outside of the classroom? Um, starting them young, so when they get to fourth grade, they have that, that component kind of instilled on how to treat each other mm-hmm. 
kindly. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I think it goes back to time. I'm, I'm so impressed, Audra, that you can just like leave it and go home. I feel like there's times where I'm like, ah, it's eight o'clock and I'm still, uh, there's not enough hours in the day. Um, so I need to take your lead. <laughs> I need to leave it at school. I don't usually come home until 5.30 or 6. Okay, maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. that's why I need to tell. So there are trade-offs. Yeah. There are trade-offs. Yeah, I wish there were just more more hours in the day. Get, more hours in the yeah. day. So we'll look into that. Look into that. Make I'll it happen. Call, I'll make some calls down to Sacramento. We'll see if we can get squeeze can, a few more hours in for you. Okay. Audra, how about you? Biggest challenges in the classroom? I would have to agree it's social stuff. Um, but I am noticing some academic um, kind of holes that mm-hmm. we're having. Um, and I don't know if it's and, – and I have to say that a lot of families are coming from all over the place. Mm-hmm. And we're st- I'm still, even this late in the year, trying to assess where some of the kids are and right. trying to figure out where and, – and sometimes I think, okay – Everybody's at the same, and right. then and then I'm mistaken. They're not at the same level. Right, which is unusual to it be at the unusual. first of November now and still needing those assessment because yeah. of the holes. Yes, yeah. and and things pop up that yeah. I'm not expecting. Yeah. Just happens to be that was the time of year right. that they left or they, they came back or, um, and yeah. and my new students too um, have come from different districts mm-hmm. and different parts of the state, and I have students who didn't even start the year with me. I just yeah. I have one that was has been here a week, one that's been here three weeks. So it's just wow. kind of, yeah. Trickling it's a, in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. that's a challenge. That would be. Think about that because my kiddos this year had a, I mean, a quote Fairly unquote, normal. typical, normal kind of year last year. Mm-hmm. We were on campus. Um, and so for me, I'm not seeing as many holes because they're younger. But I think about the upper oh. grade mm-hmm. teachers whose students were truly, truly impacted by mm-hmm at-home learning or distance learning, mm-hmm. that's got to be so tough. That's true. The The lower the grade you're teaching, yeah. the quicker the mm-hmm. effects of this yeah. are going to be passed. Are going to be passed. Yes. Is that yes. weird to think? No. Are, you, good. Good you. are you hearing that from your upper grade colleagues? Um, yeah. I think it's just across the board. It, I mean, it, it makes absolute sense. a really difficult time for educators and for students yeah. to distance learn. Well, when, when we looked, the CASP scores just came out. Yeah. And they're definitely down. Uh, but if you go into them in more detail, and I don't think anybody expected them to be up. I mean, you simply cannot go through a pandemic and, and hold steady. Yeah. Um, but if you really start breaking it down, uh, and not just the general, you see those holes that you're both talking about. You know, where they'll be at grade level here, the drop below here, above. And it's it's quite quite interesting. Um, and it certainly is, is going to help us fill in those gaps. But absolutely with the, those pieces. Yeah, yeah. Great observation. Now, one thing I love are stories, and I'm sure you probably have a good story because, you know, about one of your students or students, so um, we got to talk about that. So, Jen, do you have one? You're smiling. I do. I had to. Give it to Audra time to think of it. I had to think of one. (laughs) Honestly, I've always thought it would be great in hindsight if I wrote a, just every memory that I have from the classroom. Mm. Funny things wow. the kids said. I haven't. Maybe I'll start tomorrow. <laughs> That's, I, don't I know. think tomorrow is always the best day to start <laughs> yeah. a new project. Um, but I do have a memorable memory. Uh, um, I had a student last year, uh, just super gregarious, happy, very sweet kiddo. And towards the end of the year last year, she was also an artist. She said, 
Mrs. L, I, I'm making something for you for the end of the year. Uh-huh. And I said, oh, great. She said, it's not, it's not ready yet, but I'm gonna, I'll bring it in. And a couple days before the last day of school, she came in with this wrapped canvas, and she says, it's a picture of you. Oh. And, you know, you always wonder what you look like to the <laughs> right, kids as you're well, teaching. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and it was the most darling picture. I was in a dress with a big smile, and she put my little dog, Cruz, right next to me right in the picture. There. But what I dyed, my hair, my hair was frizzy. It was all over the place. And she said, Mrs. Labarsky, I brought out my special silver Sharpie just for all the silver in your oh hair. Oh my. <laughs> I love it. I have it hanging in my and classroom. And she's saying it in the most loving day. way. Oh, absolutely. I love that. That uh, is yeah. awesome. <laughs> so I have that hanging in my classroom. That is cool. Yeah. That is really cool. Audra, how about you? Any silver That's hair so pictures? <laughs> no. No. no, not yet. <laughs> But they're coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was thinking about this when, when I looked at the notes. Um, I was thinking about a student last year who we had studied all of the California history. And we, had stug- we had studied the dugout canoes mm-hmm. and all the different types of water-going crafts. And we'd studied the age of sail and the, the boats that had to be sunk in the bay because they didn't have crews to sail them out. Mm-hmm. And we studied all, all these different kinds of boats. And then the end of the year, we took a trip um, when we were studying immigration to California. Um, we take a field trip to Angel Island and go to the um, immigration mm-hmm. station there on the island. And I had told the kids all about it, and we previewed it, and we looked at the poetry that's been etched on the walls. Right. And they were completely prepared and super excited. And um, we drove to Tiburon. And of course, we were taking the ferry, mm-hmm. and we got there, and they were con- this this whole group was convinced that we were going to be paddling, <laughs> paddling, <laughs> paddling from Tiburon over yes. to Angel Island. <laughs> I think they were just picturing the dugout canoes, right? And that we had you were done going, so and much, probably yes. very disappointed there was a ferry the, the and not ferry, dugout canoes. Yeah, the ferry was there, and they went. Oh my goodness! Okay, uh, this is not a paddling type of boat. That is so adorable. funny, they just from what just you talked awe. about. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. That, those those are fun. both good stories. Yeah. Thanks for sharing those. So, you know, we're, we're November first. We still got a long way to go in the year. So, what are some future events, plans going on at the schools? Jen, was there? Uh, Clear Creek this year is having their holiday program um, where the kids are going to start practicing Thursday their special holiday songs with an amazing couple who's been doing it for Clear Creek for years and years and years. Um, And we haven't been able to do this for so long because of the pandemic. So it's back. We get to do it. And what's neat is um, the kids come in the evening and they dress up and they get to sing and the gym is all decorated. And and, and you must be talking about Patsy and Ben Hannah. Absolutely. uh, Who've done it. They've done it forever. They're phenomenal. Out there they are. Former teacher, current board member out there. And and yeah, and uh, leader of the Christmas programs. And it's a great, it's it's a very cool we're little, really little looking forward to it. That'll be nice. Audra, how about at uh, Chicago Park? That sounds really nice. And it sounds very similar, similar? to what yeah. I think our schools must be very similar. <laughs> um, we do have a Christmas holiday program as well. And the kids get all dressed up in their holiday finery. And they come in the evening. Um, and all the kids perform. Mm-hmm. Um, our PTA does an amazing winter bazaar too, where the kids get to come oh. in and buy gifts for their family. Oh, that's and they cool. Wrap them I up. love that oh. part. So that's very sweet. That's great. So that's coming up as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, the, you know, both the, the, the holiday programs at both your schools would be fantastic to see. And I would say, hey, public, come check it out the week before. But I imagine space is tight. 
I'm looking at parking lots, roads. I remember that. So Even the gym itself. Yeah, yes. Yeah. 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 So, They're small. So you might be able to buy the DVD, right, from somebody. <laughs> yeah, 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 we'll market that. Um, yeah. So uh, then uh, anything else? through the rest of the year or, or or even any any final thoughts here we're coming down we've got about a minute left um uh, it's just been nice the mic is both yours anything yeah spend else? time chatting yeah, yeah it's, it's, it was really fun yeah fun to share what we do on a daily basis and i think you're you're right in the sense that we typically don't share in the sense like we kind of just do our thing we we go into our own little classroom yeah. worlds yes. yeah yes. so it's neat yeah, to share yeah, with a broad audience it is it is and and, and being a a single grade, uh, and it's the only grade on a small uh, school. Yeah. You don't have anybody to talk about what am I doing in my curriculum or that. You got somebody above you and below you, fairly, you know. But uh, it's kind of fun to, to share. And uh, I think that's what's so neat about our Teacher of the Year event is getting to see all the amazing teachers we have in Nevada County. And you get just a little snippet of what they do and why they're magical. Um, we hope our audience. Got to uh, got to a little taste of what makes Audra and Jen so special at their schools. Uh, we want to thank Jen. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you, Audra. I told you it wouldn't be too bad. Thanks for coming. Yeah, no, <laughs> thank no. you. Thanks, and we want to thank our audience for listening. This is Education Day Speaking on KVMR. Have a wonderful evening. <laughs>